All right, welcome to episode eight of the Resell Brothers. I'm Colton. I'm Will and Dale Wiss. And then we have a guest with us today. Introduce yourself. Hey, I'm uh, also known as the Lone Star Picker on YouTube and Instagram. My name's Louie. All right, all I'm right. You're out of Austin, Texas. Glad to have you here. Thank you, guys. Absolutely. I appreciate you inviting me. Yeah, absolutely. Before so, we throw out any questions, y'all uh, hit that subscribe button. Hit the like button. Yeah, check out Louie's Instagram. Give him a follow there. You have a YouTube channel too, right? Yeah. What's your YouTube channel? It's The Lone Star Picker. All right. Check it out, y'all. Give him a subscribe and a like and you guys start hit watching the bell for them. He's like, oh, you get notified. You'll figure oh, yeah. out all the good stuff. There you go. We always there forget you go. to say that. <laughs> yeah. I threw it in there for you. It's like, here, here's a freebie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, how'd you get into picking? Wow. Oh, my gosh. That's the, That's the ultimate, like, you know, long long hardcore story uh, <laughs> i said this once i don't remember i've been on a lot of lives lately and like after this um co-host for this one show i do he's like because you don't seem like you're there today and i'm like i'm not i've been like on a live every night and uh-huh. i'm like my voice is giving out and i'm yeah and i'm tired i want to and he's like have you noticed sales and i'm like yeah you know so but on one of the lives i was probably Speaking about it, and I think it's, I've just been doing it since I was a kid. I grew up in San Jose, California. Mm. So that's Central Cali. Right. So there's this division in that state where I grew up where there's Southern California. There's Central California, which is kind of the hippies and stuff. Like Then there's the Northern Californians, and they're kind of like kids you go into Oregon and Washington. And I grew up right across the street from one of the biggest like flea markets in the West Coast. Oh, really? Yeah. And so it was interesting. Uh, I had, I don't know how to go on, but it's like I've had so many experiences. I, I want to say I can afford my experience in, in testimony, like where I really got that itch was then and there. I mean, I remember like my dad holding my hand and going, okay, come on, we're going to go look for tools. And yeah. yeah, and I'm talking like this is the good flea markets back in the day, mm-hmm. not these kind of, you know, wholesaler kind of just Walmart junk thrown on right. a table. Yeah, the or, one right. here in Austin is awful yeah. at this point. Is it, it like 290? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I will great. never go there again. And they charge you to get in, right? Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple of years since I've been. Yeah. But back in the day, that thing was amazing. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, well, I want to talk to you about that. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe another time or whenever. You we know. got plenty like, of time. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a part two. Yeah, exactly. Like flea markets. <laughs> oh, they stink. Oh, oh, they really are great. You know? But um, yeah, I know. It was, man, it's just like you, you ask me that question. I'm going back down a rabbit hole as a kid. I probably should have been dead by now because at back this is back in the day. I was. Uh, I'm going to show my age here, but it's like it was like in the late '70s, uh-huh. and I was my mom would let me run the gamut. Like I would go by myself at one mm-hmm. point, and uh, I mean this this was like it to walk one aisle probably took you like ten minutes because if in on the longest part of the property, right. this thing stretched. If you ever get a chance, look it up. San Jose Flea Market. Okay, and they've. Uh, like I said, my my grandmother and grandfather's property was right across from it. They had walnut orchards, like acres and acres. So I was gr- I was brought up on a farm. I'm I'm okay. kind of a country boy, yeah, at heart. And you fit was, right in. Yeah. What's that? <laughs> so you'll fit right in. Oh, good. You know, because you know people don't. They look at me and they go, you know, oh, city slicker. Because sometimes I wear my like you know whatever kind of clothes polo or something like uh-huh. that. But this is me, you know, jeans and t shirt and right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I used to run up and down the irrigation ditches, and when I got old enough, my mom was like, you know, I, I was out for the hunt because one day I remember my, my best friend, David Nunes, he had like some toy or something like that, mm-hmm. or maybe baseball cards. I was really into comic books. Okay. And so that's where the kind of like that persistence of focus was like, 
oh, okay, I can find more of this stuff. And I got a quarter, you know. Right. And then one day I realized I listened to this kid or some guy next to me going, no, I want I want three of those comics for a quarter, you know. And I was like, well, hell, I'm going to try that. And I remember <laughs> I did that once and it was like, no. <laughs> and immediately the guy was like, get out of here, kid. You know? uh -huh. But then I realized the more you practice, the more you're persistent. And then when I what really gave me the itch was – David, my friend, when I was growing up, like in elementary school, had this like comic or I don't remember what it was. It could have been baseball cards, something. Uh -huh. and I was like, dang, he's got the one I want. And I remember what he wanted, and I found it at the flea market. Yeah. And I not only got it, but I negotiated the guy to go down the price. <laughs> and I went, I don't have to pay full price for right. that toy. I'm giving it. And that was it. You know, yeah. like after that, it was just like, you know, <laughs> right. Exactly. It was like, Whoa. That's funny. It seems like a lot of people that are in this uh, niche type business grew up in that same scenario. Like he, Colton was a big like Pokemon card collector. Mm -hmm. I was a huge sports card collector back yeah. when I was a kid, and I guess that kind of teaches you a lot. Like it's not necessarily formal business, but you're learning a sense of business as right. a child, being able to trade up and trade down and yeah. things like yeah. that. Yeah, it's, it's very not, much. It is connected. There's there is a a lineage there of, of like. Whether you're doing it for business or whether you're doing it for pleasure in respect of like collectability, right? And um, you know, I was I, I'm doing a program. It's called. It's about ephemera. And a lot of people don't know about the topic of ephemera. They think, mm -hmm. oh, it's just postcards and baseball cards, mm -hmm. or just no, no, no. There's like a a deep rooted history there, right. and it's not just collectors, and it's not just people that are reselling it. Mm -hmm. There's people that are trying to preserve it, like museums right. and whatnot. So then you get into the business aspect of it because then it's like inheriting the value, and you're going to go. Oh, these collectors are hardcore, man. Right, like, yeah. If they want something, they're gonna throw you down, and they're gonna go. How much do you want? No, mm -hmm. not for sale. Okay, you know, six hundred. No, you're not even close. Okay, right. twelve hundred. You're like, what? You just doubled it. This guy, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then you kind of have you ever had that happen where somebody like approaches you and they're like, gotta have it. You know, take that shirt off. <laughs> no, know, so. I mean probably the the craziest thing I found. I mean, I've only really been doing it as like a business for about six months now mm -hmm. um and so like the craziest thing i found after i really went hard and tried to start finding stuff was a pair of vintage levi's jeans yeah and it's crazy the how, biggie yeah uh -huh. yep it's crazy how much those go for for a uh, pair of jeans it's super super duper crazy so um you guys are kind of in the austin area we're all central texas mm -hmm. uh pickers if you want to call it that or thrifters whoever you know the term somebody uses i'm a picker yeah because technically i've always been a picker like right you know if i can go dig in somebody's house and go oh you know oh i don't want that you can have it or how much do you want for that right you know, i'll i'll go pick it up you yeah know? and it's yeah. It, it but like doing that like you know here in texas i had to think about sourcing and stuff like that you know those days of like flea markets seem like I feel like an old dude, like, you know, like that I used to grow up with, like these 90 years old. Well, speaking of which, part of that story was my friend David ended up getting a job at the flea market. Oh, really? And I was like, dude, he's like, you got a job? You know, all I was thinking was money. Right, you know? right. And he's like, how much are you getting paid? $8 a day. You know, I was like, <laughs> you know, back then actually it was a lot of money. <laughs> you know, like the early 80s, you're like, $8, I can do a lot with yeah, that. You know, yeah. I could buy my bus card, I can go trans. You know, Oh man, let me tell you, it was crazy. But uh, he came in school one day. He's like, "I'm quitting." I'm like, "What's up, dude?" And he's like, "It's like I said. You said you work for this guy, and then his dad comes from the Bay Area, and yeah, he really does it just because to be with his dad. But he, while he's there, he's like, I'm going to make money.' So right. I'm like, oh, multiple sources of income. I'm thinking back in retrospect, yeah. you know. And 
he goes, I'm quitting. And I'm like, I want the job. Right. And it was like so funny. It's like, I want the job. I'm like, you know, and I remember being really young, kind of going, where's that desire coming from? You know, I wanted to learn. I've seen other dealers, but I thought, I want to see it from the other side. Right. Because I saw those guys are like, I don't know, they're just cutthroat businessmen sometimes, mm -hmm. you know. Um, it was interesting. And I think some of it was just, you know, as a kid, you wanted money. Right. You wanted that sense of independence. I was already free. My mom was like, let me run farms, you know. Uh -huh. I'd go up and down streets, almost getting picked up by like, you know, weirdos and creeps and stuff. Mm -hmm. And actually, there was a couple incidences when I was a kid at the flea market. I, I learned quick. It was like being streetwise, you know. Right. It's like you kind of go. Hey, come here, come in my van. I want to show you something. Get the heck out of here. You know, and he like throw a rock and crack his window. And yeah. run. Yeah. See, that dang van stigma comes up every time. I know. We're all driving vans looking like creeps. You know? Exactly. You know, hey, when you look like us, you know, now, <laughs> yeah. hey, he's come back. You know, step out of the car. No, but, you know, and unfortunately, there, there was. You know, there's just there's some weirdos out there, and when you grew up in Central California, there's a lot of weirdos. You yeah, know? I mean, if you look at the lineage of history, there was you know a lot of murderers and stuff. And, <laughs> I, and it was funny because you you have aunts that were watching you, uncles were like, just be careful, right? Okay, yeah, whatever. You yeah. know, like, I got my pocket knife. It's like a little tiny knife. <laughs> yeah. this you're not gonna do anything, but yeah, I, I it it was a, it was a good time, you know. And then now being in through, you know, I. I I moved all over the world after that. You know, I've been to school mostly in, in Kelly, and then I went to I went to grad school in uh, Nakanowhere. I don't know if you guys know where that is. Nakadoches. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Nakadoches. Yeah. Uh -huh. That's about deep east. You know, piney woods <laughs> and stuff. I loved it, but I didn't like the experience of the bureaucracy behind getting a master's degree mm -hmm. and studying. I actually, did study a little business. Uh -huh. while I was studying my fine arts. I was studying. Um, printmaking and so that's what got me into ephemera okay i understood the uh the value of like how one piece of paper can be worth like a million dollars right if it was from you know i hate to use that analogy picasso or something but i got like right. you know big names where i found artwork and i was like oh my god that's worth two hundred dollars you right. know and in new york i was at a flea market once it was one of those indoor garages mm -hmm. i didn't have enough cash in my pocket <laughs> and it was like this one specific artist and I said, can you please hold that? As soon as I, you guys like, yeah, I'll hold it. I was like, no, no, serious. And I was like, I probably didn't play it cool enough. Yeah. I ran to the ATM, came back, and he's like, oh, it's sold. <laughs> and I went, oh, you know, I was using every bad word. I was like, you you were hiding it. I know you right, were. You know? Right. It's like he knew that there was yeah, something. You were too it. excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah you, I know you, how you learn. Goes. Uh huh. That actually happened to me this week. There was a, um, there's a video game uh, that sells for like 100 bucks. And a guy was selling his Xbox with all of these video games for 125. So I messaged him, asked him to go down on it, and he uh, he agreed. Get there, we do the exchange. Oh, it's one of those you had to kind of you had to get there in time. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I actually. So what happened is, I give him the money, and I said, "Okay, let me look through it real quick, make sure everything's here." And I turn around to start looking through it, and he just bolts. <laughs> he's gone <laughs> so i start looking through it and all the games are there except the one that's worth like a hundred dollars oh like he so, kind of maybe knew it yeah yeah that he researched it after mm -hmm. yeah so Do you i think you'll you'll even out or i'll probably even still make money on it because it was a ton of video games for 75 bucks but what does that teach us as resellers you know not just you so i don't want to put you right in this, but, right but like you know um i i think i i'm trying to think like as of late it, i'm sure there was something like I actually was this last week, and I went and 
And I was like, there's just nothing. Friday I went out and I only spent like $9 uh-huh. this last weekend. But it was more the itch to, to get out of the house because right. of the Rona. Yeah. You know, we're all kind of cooped up. And, uh-huh. you're, and and I've been, I work hardcore. So I consider myself a full time right now. Okay. This is what I do to pay rent. This right. is what I do to make ends meet. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a daughter. And so I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm just living it. But I, I like being my own boss. I appreciate yeah. it. I'm very grateful. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like... There's not a day I don't wake up. Like as soon as I start, you know, feeling that pity party, you're like, "Get up, boy, go do something." Yeah, you know, yeah. you got a problem, you make it work. Right, you know. Right. So, yeah, Friday was like really stinky, and it's like, but I did find a couple things. Like where you scan it, and like, oh my gosh, this is like a horror movie, and it was like one of those rare horror movies that they go, oh, it scanned up at least close to like. 13, 14, maybe it was more than that. I don't right. remember, but it was the like VHS. Or no, DVD? no, it was, uh, it was actually on, um, I was surprised that it was on DVD because usually those are kind of like, eh. Yeah. Right. But it was actually, I want to say it was like $19, but it was like okay. one of those rare, rare, like yeah. uh, B cult ones, you know, mm-hmm. like, oh, I, yeah, you know, and, uh, yeah, you know, I just, you know, kind of getting into the, the flow of this season, fourth quarter's here, and my mindset's like, always got to keep going, going, going. Right. Because unless you're doing retail arbitrage, I don't know if you guys are on Amazon. No, no, no. we too. don't do hardly any retail arbitrage yeah. type stuff. I tell you what, I can give you tricks. You know? Yeah, I mean, we know it's super profitable. It can yeah. be. We just, it just doesn't really. It doesn't. And if it doesn't fit your us, business you know? model, or yeah, it's like, you know, I got friends that are like strictly antiques for me. You know, <laughs> like, that's okay because you gotta do what you like. Exactly. Right. But if I'm sitting there and I'm shopping for meat in an HEB mm-hmm. and I'm passing by, you know the back end where there's the clearance. I don't know right. if you've been to mm-hmm. HB there's oh, yeah. wherever it is, you know, yeah. like this one up at uh, BK's road, like and 360. It's uh, I have a community thing I, I uh, uh, that I, that I'm kind of involved with and I have meetings there and I'm like, got to get food, go in there. And I'm like, what is this? Beer salts, Texas lime beers. I'm like, whatever. I scan it. it. <laughs> what? You know, it's like, I just saw like, the margins on that and the sales were like incredible. I'm like, how much is this? Right. And it wasn't clear if it was for one or for the whole box. Uh-huh. Cause they had like three boxes. So I just went up there and went, how much do you, is this, you know, you know, so even if it was like per item, I can't remember what they were charging. It was like an incredible steal. Yeah. And I just went, ladies like, oh, it's for all of them. And I'm like, I want all three, you know? And I'm yeah. like, well, first go call your manager. She's like, no, it's going to take us too much time. Just take them for that one price. And I'm just like, are you sure? I don't want to get you in trouble. And she's like, no. And I'm like, okay. That you sounds know. good to me. I just made 50 bucks today on like uh, just selling like 21 of them. Because I sell them in, in groups of three. Yes. You know, it's just like I was shopping. I didn't right. do anything. Right. So it's like for me, it's always about how can you manage your time? How can you get in That's there? That's kind of the thing. I, I don't mind, like you said, doing it if I'm yeah. already at the store for some reason. But I don't ever – I've never – taken a day and just gone to like a million Walmarts. I learned too. that the smartest businessmen are the laziest ones. If you can do it like in between when you're doing something <laughs> else, it's like, why not? You know I mean? Like, because time is money. Right. You know, it's right. like, you're always thinking about these things. It's yeah. like, oh, while you're doing something, you're probably multitasking. And Wes is probably over like, oh, crud, I got to go change my oil tomorrow. You know, or <laughs> I don't change my oil. My van leaks so much oil, I just keep adding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got one of those creatures. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. time to feed the beast. Yeah. Uh, it shoots it right out of the exhaust. It's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Somebody asked me to take a trailer down to California this, like in the next couple, couple weeks. I'm like, I don't think my van's going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it like a business? Uh, thing or just a, yeah a i mean it's to make money yeah it's to make money but well calculate this calculate 
how much are you familiar with your van? Like, are you good about fixing it? You look like a, I can figure I mean, it I out. Can, if you I can, can get figure the part. it out. Yeah. But I, yeah. And if you got reception, you can just look at YouTube and fix it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You guys have it so many. Like when I was like, you know, in college, I was like, oh gosh, you know, call my brother-in-law. What do you go? Check under the hood. Look to the left. There should be a wire here. And I'm like, you know, you're doing it remote by right. phone. Yeah. And now it's like, pfft, I don't need to call anybody. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> that's even, uh, I, I'm, barely old enough to have missed the the like youtube craze and everything when i was younger and uh i took drum lessons and guitar lessons growing up now you don't have to pay for anything you just search it on youtube and you learn how to play whatever song you want it's, it's a treasure trove isn't it yeah it's yeah. crazy That's it's awesome. crazy the world we live in makes life a lot easier it <laughs> is it is for sure yeah but there's what was i talking to somebody about i had a guest on this one show i just started and uh there's this speaking of California. There's this guy. His name is Kelly Reseller Luis. He is like one of the most mellow dudes like I've ever met out there. But he is a shrewd businessman. Uh-huh. He's taught me so much. He's probably like at least ten years younger than me. Okay, and he's just like, dude, how do you? You're on your game. And he's like, I'm like, what are you doing today? And like, he's a dad, mm-hmm. but his wife's like a nurse. So he's got a he's got to be a principal teacher. He's doing this full time, and when I say full time, I know because like he's two hours ahead of me. So like sometimes I'll I'll reach out and say, "Hey, good morning, man. You know, have a productive day. Mm-hmm. See you, bro. You know, and like you know, sometimes to get in touch, like we got to talk about this week's you know show or something. You know, give me a call later. And he's just like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't call you. I had to get up extra early." I'm like, "You were already up when I called? That was like <laughs> five in the morning. You know, your time." He's like, "Yeah, I had to because my." My guy, he calls and he's like, because he's got this guy that's like a wholesaler and he uh-huh. buys pallets of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa. Like one time he got into like some Funko Pops and then one day, he's like, and I guess in California, he's got these connections. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, that's just awesome. He's like, when are you going to start doing that? And I'm like, I don't know. You know, like there's a part of me that just wants to kind of just like hoe down and just deal with my death piles. And I know like, right. I'll just, today I'm going to sell this. This is $500. Yeah. You know? And I do have a couple items, you know, that are here and there, you know. So it's where's your drive? Where's your your sense of like flexibility? Where do you, right. when, what is it you want? You know, I guess some of it is that kind of like that lazy kid that would just sit under a walnut tree, you know, like Huckleberry Finn, and just like I'm loving life, yeah. you know. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I just want to sit back and you know drink my soda and just you know enjoy enjoy life right. as it is. Yeah. That's well, kind of the double-edged sword of this business. Yeah. Like you do it so you have free time to do the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you don't hustle, your business won't thrive. Right. It I mean, won't thrive so. and you're not going to get what you want. So like, you know, for your example, like you were talking about going to California, you mm-hmm. know, it's like now you got to play the way game. Like, do I risk? What risks are you willing to take? Mm-hmm. That's like anything in business, right? Do, what, do you want to risk that beautiful van you got? Do you want to... Or do you want to like like depends on the deal. So you like if you're doing business, you got to calculate these things in a in a very educated manner, the best as you can. So you're doing a smart, you know, kind of, you know, deal where you're like, should I rent a van instead? Would it be cheaper, or should I just right. fly out there, rent the van, and only pay coming back? Or you know, all these things. Or like you said, should I just roll the dice in my van? Right. But that's yeah. your bread and butter too. It is yeah. my bread and butter. But it was twenty eight hundred bucks. I can buy another twenty eight hundred dollar van, you know. But <laughs> do you want to? You know, not really. No, not at all. It, but that really wasn't the problem. The problem is, I just got another big antique show coming up that I'm gonna be at for nine days. Is this I got the two kids round in top? school? Yeah, I work okay. in round top. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry, you got two kids. So. I got two kids. They're in school. I can't really go be gone for a week. 
you yeah. know, at a time. And yeah. So logistics so, are always, yeah. Correct. It just didn't make sense for me. Now, for anybody else, like if, if I was single and yeah. I could source the whole way down there and back, oh, yeah. and I'm getting paid to do the job, that'd be great. You it's know? different when you have kids. Yeah. I know it sounds so like cliche and everybody's like, yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> okay. You know, it's like, <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. You got pets or whatever. It's right. like, you know, what are you going to do? You know, even if you just have, you know, a girlfriend or, you know, you, you know, and if you're, you're a girl doing this, you, you got your boyfriend is like, can we go out this weekend? Sorry, I got to go source. Right. You know? right. <laughs> well, <laughs> and especially during the current situation, the entire world's in, because his, his kid is back in school, but even the schedule is a little different than it normally would be if it was a regular year doing school. Right, for sure. Mm. sure. Oh yeah. Especially this year, because yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it from my perspective, my daughter, she goes to school in Round Rock and okay. she just became a senior this year. And so now... And they gave her like the luxury, thank goodness, because I keep getting an email at least maybe once or twice a week where somebody has got the Rona mm-hmm. and the school that right. chose to attend school. Yeah. They won't tell you who it is mm-hmm. because of privacy laws. And I'm like, so my daughter and I were like, aren't you glad you didn't go? She's like, oh, heck with that. But then again, <laughs> she was working right. part-time at a, at a restaurant. And I was, so how's the protocol there? You know, And I'm always thinking about that. Like when I'm outsourcing, I caught myself twice. Like I was like, kind of shocking myself i walked into a store and i didn't even have my mask it's yeah, like it's easy to forget well the that was the one time after like six months i was like bro you just walked into a store <laughs> you know and i went and as soon as i did that luckily because you're gonna laugh at me but i, I um what's it called uh it's like a co-op it's uh wheatsville oh yeah yeah, yeah. i go to the one down south here and there's one in midtown everybody's like why do you pay for that i'm like it's kind of got that old school mentality but also i just i like because it, it's close and right. also Whenever I go in there, like they're playing music, like when I was a kid, and it's just like you kind of go in there, it's like everybody's like, hey, hey, hey. Everybody's not rude. It's not <laughs> right. cramped, but it's always every time I get the cash register, it's there. Right. So I'm like, man, if picking was easy as that, you know, it's like smooth sailing. It's not cramped, you know. Right. But I went in there, and the guy, as soon as I walked in the door, he's like, here's a mask. He had these box of masks. Oh, I'm like, hey, you. I'll take five or six of those and sell them on eBay. No. <laughs> what, what is this Wheatsfield Co-op? I feel like I'm missing out on this one. It's uh. So it's it's really a tradition that I think I want to say the history is like probably like at least twenty five years ago. Like the the I, I shouldn't use these. I'm going to get so much trouble using these. Are the hippies of the of the Austin era back in the you know the, all my friends that are like older than me. They're like yeah, I'm not from Austin, but I got here as fast as I can. You know, they, they moved here in the seventies. Uh-huh. The guys that were like part of that real good music movement right, and yeah. stuff. You know, that were you know the 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 Stevie Ray Vaughan followers mm-hmm. and stuff like that and sleep at the wheel and all those guys. Right. But, um, yeah, you know, you just really got to be mindful constantly. You know, if you're not on your game, I'm always wondering like, man, how long is this, this, this thing going to happen? You know, it's like, is it going to go on? I think we're only like at, at, uh, what do you call it? Halftime. Really? I don't know. I think we got a little longer to go because the weather's changing. We, you know, we heard that the heat's going to do something in that. So, and the reason I mention all this, not to kind of go off on that tangent is like, how is this going to affect us in fourth quarter? Are we right. going to do another Groundhog Day? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, have so you guys f- talked about that. So far, things have been going well, and I mean, it, things have picked up like it should for a fourth quarter. Um, and I do think it, it kind of goes both ways. You're either going to have a bad year because a lot of people lost their jobs and don't have the money, or you're going to have a good year because nobody's going out to shop. They're shopping exclusively online so it kind of it may even just even out to be a normal fourth quarter because of the back and forth of those two things Mm. but it kind of depends on which one outweighs the other 
You know, those are good questions because, like, you know, like we were talking about retail arbitrage. Like, what happens if your your aspect of retail arbitrage is closed and people are like, "I'm not going anywhere. I don't need right. to, I don't need to spend that money this year on clothes that right. much." You know, yeah. I'm going to get that one little item that my kid wants, and that's usually a switch or something like that. Right. Or, you know, whatever it is. So you got to maintain your focus in a way where, like, what is it? You know, what is it I need to do? You know, right now, like, what right. is it I can find? You know, like for me. I'm, I'm, I've learned, I don't put my eggs in one basket. Like mm-hmm. if I find a nice, unusual, rare antique, I'm going to find it. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to get that. Like, but it takes so much longer depending on the platform you're on. Like if you're an eBay or something like that, or if you're a flea marketer, you know, you get low balled. And so like, I'm never going to get as much as I really, really want. Right. But yeah. So how do you weigh those little things out? And it's, it's, it's such a constant thing. You got to constantly like wake up and go, okay. Where's my focus today? Right. You know, am I sourcing? Am I really focusing on that those items of the desk pile that's gonna really give me some more cash flow or right. You know. So I'm just kind of rambling. Oh no, you're good. You're good. You're good. It's all interesting stuff. Same stuff we talk about all the time. <laughs> I know us resellers, we don't have like our family probably. Tell me about you guys, you know, like in your family. Are you married, by the way? No, Tom? I'm single. Cool. I'm single. Yeah. Keep it for a while. <laughs> You'd be more productive like, for sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you can be, but it's funny. It's like, I find that like after I got married, I was more productive. It was uh-huh. weird. I was like, when I moved, oh, I met my my um, my daughter's mom. We got married in California, but she ended up moving to New York to meet me up. And we ended up, you know, hooking up there. And I was working a full-time job there. I worked corporate, uh-huh. believe it or not. I was like, never again, yeah. never yeah. again. I'm talking like hardcore corporate city corp investment services division of the Citibank uh-huh. system. Wow, uh, that opened my eyes consciously. I was like, "Oh, okay, this is how the world works." Right? You know, yeah, this is really what's going down. And then I was there during 9/11. I was like, "Oh, oh really? Yeah, I'll never forget that." And yeah. I was like, so happy to leave New York after that. Right, right. But I was working like up to 60 hours corporate. I was teaching two days a week, uh, teaching art and. And, uh, you know, taking tours to museums and stuff like that. And then I don't know what it was. I was eBaying. So, like, you know, even though I was doing the the thing as a kid, you know, at the flea market, and then there was always kind of the hustle in between, you know, right. learning how to sell stuff, you know, getting kicked out of school for a couple of days because I sold a brick of firecrackers you know, right. <laughs> yeah. that I snuck from. Now, that's know. the thing. It's it's always there because even, like, before I started doing this, I I worked at the for the Postal Service for about two years. And uh, it was kind of the same thing. It was like 60, 40, 50 hour weeks. Mm. And I was just like, yeah. being a musician, I was working at the Postal Service in Lexington where I live. So then if I wanted to practice or we had a show to play somewhere, it was a two hour drive. around your schedule. Right, right. And your your buddies had to wait and go, come right. on, man. Yeah, hey, exactly. Hey, get here. So I was just looking for more freedom to do what I want when I want. And, uh, you know, people ask me all the time, are you making about as much money doing this as you were doing that? And yeah, I'm probably working twice the hours I was before, but I get to do it when I want. I'm glad you brought that. That's the thing. And you're enjoying it. Right. Exactly. It doesn't seem like work. It doesn't seem like work, right? Right. I'm glad you said that because my mom's husband, he, you know, he was, they were kind of touching base with me. I think they're talking to my sister who's like spying on me on like YouTube. (laughs) But she's listening to my dialogues and Uh and it's always this kind of, some of it's redundant, but I think we need to like, for those who work for themselves and we simplify it as a reseller, but it's more than that. Like we're, we're entrepreneurs, we're looking for a deal that where we can get multiple you know, 
streams of cash flow going right. on, a, on a constant basis. And they don't think that we, you know, they, they may look at, you know, me and go, oh, look at that bumpkin. You know, he's just like, he's just some, you know, weird guy that doesn't know. No, you want to, you want to talk business? Let's, right. sit, let's sit down. Let's have a beer. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. let's, let's strategize because you're not going to take advantage of the situation. Right. We'll right. do it legit. We'll do it, you know, where everybody's going to leave. Maybe right. we can meet in the middle, you know, and I'm a fair guy, but right. like, I just don't, you know, I don't like you guys, you don't want to like, you left the deal and the guy took a disc out, you right. know, or whatever. Maybe he knew it too. And right. like, he's like, I'm going to sell the disc. Uh, yeah. Eh, yeah. Here, give me the money. Boom. Like you said, he left. So, you know, Texas has bad reputation of like, there's some bad businessmen and then there's really good, sharp businessmen. Mm-hmm. We can be shrewd. I'm talking the history of it. Right. You know? Right. And I don't mean just money business, like the football's big here. Mm-hmm. You know, the business of football is a whole different game. Right. You know. I'm all the way down to high school. <laughs> oh yeah, no, high school football is is crazy Gosh, around here, you know. especially like out where we live. Because I mean, up here, you know, you got Longhorns, you got the music scene. Well, but what do you have to do when you're out in the country? You know, it's like right. I'm not driving all the way into Round Rock or wherever it is, or you know, it's like it's like we go there on the weekends or once a month if they want, you know, right? But not because you're a farmer, just because you're so you know desolate out there, and it's like, and sometimes your your economic range of you know, and your demographic may not, you know, be able to afford the, those luxuries that, that people right. want to spend all their money here for. Like, mm-hmm. You want the Tesla? Go ahead, work for them. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not going to work those crazy hours anymore. Right. You know, right. give me, give me a truck or give me just, you know, simple car. I'm, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm just like, I want to be humble. I want to like live an easy life, right. but where I'm not stressing out because for us, what we do is stressful enough. Like you said, we're working twice as hard, but it doesn't have to feel like it's like, strenuous yeah it never really does yeah and i mean i work a full-time job and do this on the side and i still feel like i do this as a full-time you know a full-timer with the hours i put in you probably work at least like full-time in 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 terms of just energy and stuff right energy and i I actually i probably shouldn't say this but i do this at work as well on my full-time job you do it on your breaks whenever you know it's like if you got downtime yeah yeah Yeah. but he's a He's a firefighter, so oh, yeah. unless he, you have a call to go to or training or something like that, you're... Well, as long as you're mindful, you know, and you're, like, not distracting something where, like, you didn't fill those tanks up or something like that, you know? Right. As long <laughs> as I get my work I was done, listing, yeah, you know, you know uh, oh, I was listing uh, used underwear, you know? <laughs> <laughs> not that you sell that. So. Hey, you, you probably could, though. Probably could. <laughs> I think it's actually against eBay policy to sell okay, used well, underwear. That's what I said. Maybe. It, it actually is against. I remember there was somebody who was telling me, that. I'm like, that's so creepy. But now, <laughs> yeah. if you find vintage brand new underwear, oh, yeah. that stuff I heard goes for big money. And I'm yeah. like, come on. They go, no, watch this guy. Uh, his name's Matt, part-time picker. Like, yeah, and I, I did. I watched that. Same that. Video. And I was like, whatever. You know? I actually reached out to Matt a couple times. Uh-huh. He's, he's really just a you know mellow, simple guy because he grew well, he not grew up. I mean, I grew up in, close to where he was living. I, okay. I'm, a, I'm assuming that's where he's born and raised. I uh-huh. don't know for sure. But uh, watching him, everybody's like, he's so boring and bland. And I'm like, no, he's just he's just simple. Right. Which in a sense that like he doesn't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want you calling him and like, oh, you know, and being a fanboy or fangirl. Right. And it's like. He's he's a sharp businessman. Like, yeah. If you know, why do you think he split his channels into two channels? Right. You know. Right. That's a really, that's a really genuine, you know, smart reason to kind of go. Oh, I'm going to diversify this this river flow of, of right. funding that's coming in. And how quick did it take him to get like a few more thousand up there? Mm-hmm. But it, but it also probably helped him in business, not just monetary wise. I mean, it's nice <laughs> to see the monetary flow. But you think about it, like ah. You know, I got videos that are about sourcing, and I got videos about 
you know, the the show, you know, uh, show and tell after or talk about. You right. Know? So I'm thinking, yeah, YouTube, you really can use it as as, as a charming kind of like narcissistic, you know, review of like this is, you know, but but everybody has a voice to say something. Right. Why not use the platform? Mm-hmm. Now, are you there to entertain? Or are you there to really like be instrumental and say, hey, you know, I think I have something to offer. Right. And somebody's going to hear my voice on my level because they may identify with me. Right. You know, not everybody's going to like me. Like the other day I was laughing, like every time I do a show on Mondays, this mindful thing, I'd lose five subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what does that say? And I'm like, you know, my only goal was like, hey, I'm doing this because I really hope that it helps somebody. Right, you know? right. And it's just about how can we use, you know, uh, our sense of awareness in terms of being a better merchant? Right. You know, Louis over here losing the subscribers right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're like 100 down. It's like, You're hanging out with those guys. No, <laughs> no I mean, that that's half the reason we do this podcast. A, because we enjoy it. But B, there's also, I mean, as soon as, as soon as I started doing this business, I had tons of friends reaching out like, what do you look for? How does it work? What, what do you suggest? I'm thinking about doing it part time, et cetera. So a lot of it is also just sharing like tips that we think are useful that helped us along the way that we've learned. And it's, it's, it kind of goes back to like taking guitar lessons and drum lessons yeah. online. It's somewhat of an education too. I, I don't think it's somewhat. I think it is an education, yeah. mm-hmm. Colton. You know, and, and Wes, I think I don't know if we talked, but the, the, the little bit we got to to meet, but it's definitely this this journey that we're doing is. It, I look at it more like a journey because it is. I don't. It, it isn't. It doesn't come off as a job. Like right. I enjoy. Some people say you spent too much time like putting up your on your bio, like or whatever. I mean, your description of a listing. You know, like I'm like yeah, but you know what. I enjoy telling a story. Mm. I don't mind giving in the information right. because that's also part of the learning is if you can help. And everybody's like, nobody reads that. I'm like, that's not true. That is definitely not true. <laughs> that's not true. Because I've had people come back that were like collectors and buyers and people also sourcing from me to try to get it for a better right, deal. And they're right. like, just wanted to give you a hint, buddy. You got the number wrong on this and it's actually a different model. And uh-huh. I'm like, I just wanted to help you. Right. And it was like another reseller to another reseller. Yeah. So yeah, we're constantly, I think, you know, if we look at it in a manner that we're learning all the time, right? Boy, that's like probably one of the wisest things you can do because I had this this guy I was studying like some meditation techniques from, and um, you're gonna go, oh god, you know, he's like in the Zen or whatever, you know, like no, but but it was like it was like a hard, it was actually nine eleven. It was right after when I was living in New York, I was stressing uh, out big time. Yeah, I was absolutely. like, I don't want to live here anymore. You know, it was like. That happened in September, so it was like probably January, or February. I'm still smelling the smells, mm-hmm. and I lived in Queens. I'm sure yeah. that lasted for years. Yeah. Oh uh, well, they kind of got it to die down a little bit. Like, the, you, what do you do when like you have diesel fuel from a an, you know a jet you know right. coming? It's not even jet; it's jet fuel. You know that's right. even worse and harsh. Then you got wires burning, you know, pulverized buildings and stuff like that. And you're like, man, and I don't even want you know. God forbid, I can't even think about what else what I was smelling. But I'm like right. going downtown. And I was supposed to be down at 111 Wall Street, which is not far from there. And I worked in building number seven under number one and two. Oh, really? Because Solomon Smith Barney was buying out. They were buying out um, a part of, or Citibank, Citibank was buying out part of SSB. So we had to like learn their systems. And I told my boss, I'm like, I'm not going down there this week. Yeah. And it was on a Monday. Remember, this 9-11 was on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. If you look it up in the books, it's there. And then she's like, what do you mean you're not going down there? And I'm like, I got to take an E-train to get to this, to get to this. And I'm, I'm in Queens. And she's like, 
And I'm like, you live in Westchester, you could drive your car. But I'm right. like, I'm not driving now. She's like, well, let me call him up and tell him we'll come next week. And I just remember that was Monday. I went to work in the office. And, and then as I'm coming back Tuesday to the, the location where I was at, I didn't have to go. To, like I said, this is downtown Manhattan. Right. I was still in Queens. And I remember getting off the train and just going, hmm, what's all these crowds here for? Right. You know, this and that. And somebody like puts their hand on the shoulder and it was actually like, one of the CEOs in our building who never speaks to me. And he's uh, like, go home, go home right now. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? And like, and then I hear all the chatter go outside and I see these buildings and I'm right. just like, what? You know, one of only one was hit that time. Mm-hmm. So like that changed my perspective. It's like, no, as a re, you know, as a reseller, I'm like, I'm going to enjoy life to the fullest. I'm going to learn as much as I can. Right. But also what can I share with other people? Mm-hmm. You said this a little while ago, Colton, like, what can I share you know, if you're if you're using this platform, you know, and you're using this like high resource of, of YouTube, which could be it could be that rabbit hole you can lose, you know, all this energy <laughs> and time and like why am I watching this guy popping zits, you know, or right. something, you know, or yeah. whatever the you know, stinking videos or what is my intentions? Mm-hmm. You know. So like like you said, you know, you go on and you're like trying to learn a you know, new chord or something right. like that. Or you know, there's people out there that are starting this and they're like yeah, yeah, yeah. And they get caught up in that fandom of it. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, remember, there's like other aspects to this. Right, what right. can we bring to it? You mm-hmm. know, that's what that's where I'm going. Right. Know? Yeah. And I want to learn constantly, you know. Yeah. Well, and that, that was kind of the reason we did the whole format of a podcast instead of like a what sold video or whatever is we could delve deeper into topics of what we're finding, why we're trying to find it, how it sells instead of this sold today. And that's all you get on the information side. Oh yeah, yeah. And, yeah. You know, and go ahead. You're, you're, you know, we're talking about like you're sharing your information, you're teaching, right. but while you're doing that, the best part about it is the com- the resale community right. is it's awesome, man. Like yeah. you start sharing information, but it's reciprocated. You know, everybody starts mm-hmm. sharing with you. And like now, I mean, I met you a couple weeks ago at the market. Yeah. And I mean, we've shared a few things back and forth, but it's. It's just really cool. I think that everybody wants to share their information. I'm sure back in the day it wasn't like that. You know, right. it was like I'm holding all this information to myself. <laughs> Sometimes you know? it depends. But it depends. I I'll, I'll give you an example. I remember some guys at the flea markets were hard ass. Yeah. Excuse mm-hmm. my language. They were just really hard, <laughs> hardcore about it. You know, and they were just like, you know, go leave me alone. You know, and there's you you'd be like, I want to know about this. No, you know. But then there's these guys that had like records or whatever. I'm not saying those are the only guys, but like this guy would be like. This is what this is. And this is, and if you ever right. find this, look for this. Mm-hmm. You know, if you do come back, I'll give you this much for it. Right. You know. And you're like, well, yeah, if I find it, why would I want to sell it to you? But at the same time, <laughs> the guy's doing what? He's sharing that knowledge. Right. You know. Right. And in a way, it's like he's like, if you want to sell it, that's fine. You know, but he's like, I really turned out to find out he wanted it for his own collection. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh. So we want to share, we always have intentions. And, you know, like you said, maybe back in the day, there's some guys that are kind of like that. You kind of question people's intentions. That's just business. You right. always want to know, am I coming into this transaction, you know, smooth sailing, you know? So and maybe we can talk about that. It's like, you know, when you go in for a deal or something like that, you find something. Right. You know, it's all about negotiation, right? Mm-hmm. But I think there's a, there's a part of it too where we do want to share our story but we share it because I think I think most people's I think most people really are kind of like they have a good compassion about like really wanting to be helpful. Right, right. I mean, there's some some people that are just 
selfish and narcissistic <laughs> yeah. and they don't care, you know, yeah. that's okay. You know, but like, you know, as soon as I figure out that that's that kind of person, I just go, that's who they are. Right. But, you know, if you want something from me, I'm still here, you know, I'll help you, but you're not going to get as much. Out right. Of me. right. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the point Wesley was making in mm-hmm. most other aspects of business I've been in, or even like playing music and stuff. Everybody's always trying to get ahead. And in resale, everybody's trying to get ahead as well, but they'll extend a hand and try to bring them with you. I feel like there's more of that in this community than most other communities yeah. I've been in. And like I said, like if I'm sharing information and then they reciprocate and share it back, right. now if they're the type of person that wants to keep all that information and yeah. not share it, they're also not going to get reciprocated back, you right. know. So it is. They're, in it's a like sense, a they're not going to learn. You got to build that trust. You got to gain those kind of experiences you had with me, like. Man, he didn't have to. You don't have to give me this Gatorade. You know that's that's nice, you guys. Thanks. You know because I got here and I'm just like, I'm thirsty. You know? <laughs> that was really th- you know. We got you. It, you know it's like you know, but uh, you know what I mean. Like you know, you're with somebody and it's like you're doing a deal and they're like, how much is that? How much? And then you're kind of lowballing them, but they're like, you know, they're not going to go here. Take that with it too. Right, right. You know, they're going to be kind of like less resistant. So it's like, how flexible are you? Right. Like, with you know, like what you give. You right. Know? But it's it, it shouldn't be looked at as a give and take or scratch back and another thing because I, I try not to think too too much like that. But I also think we're like if you're just talking to somebody and I'm negotiating with you and like how much do you want for that, Wes? And you're like mm. I want this much and you're you know this is how much it's selling for on Amazon right. or eBay and you're like oh yeah do you mind if I look? And I, I had this happen <laughs> the other day. All these games were in this little thing and it was one of the, it had a couple Mario's and I was mm. like. This just one game, you know. This game's is eighty dollars. This lady was like, "Oh my gosh, she wouldn't like let it go." But and like, how much for the games alone? Not the game system, which is eighty. You said, "I said I don't think I could pay that." I already knew, right? Yeah. So I'm like, "I don't got to pay eighty, and then I got to pay for those." You yeah, know? I'll never sell it. And I'm not a I'm not a game expert by far. You uh-huh. you you'll you'll take leaps over me, Colton. But it's <laughs> like, but uh, you know, you know, when you're in the business, you're like, buy low as you can because. You don't know. You get it home and it may be broken right, or whatever. Right. Get stiffed, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's a good learning experience. You can right. kind of go, oh, yeah, you know. So, like, the whole negotiation process, when I show this lady, I'm like, hey, I just looked this up and I'm mm-hmm. showing her. And she's like, what is that? You know, and it's like, and I went, oh, okay. So I'm dealing with a negative attitude. Mm-hmm. And because like, everything's coming out, it's like, it's, I can see she's got her shield up. Right. So, what do I need to do to butter her up? Mm-hmm. Because one, to show her, look, I'm a human. Right. Man, I imagine like I, I kept thinking, gosh, I, I'm thankful that this is not over an email, you know, because <laughs> yeah. you would never you, you, you misread right. you know, words, but also it's like it's this price or nothing at all. Yeah. So yeah. I just went, I understand, you know. I said, and and I said I appreciate it, but like it's only close to that price, maybe sixty or seventy, if it has, you know, these things with it, and da da da. And I said, look at the soul cards. Was that eBay? Oh, I don't trust eBay. eBay's a bunch of scammers. And I'm like, oh, so she's going to only see it in her direction. She's right. got her blinders. So yeah, what I right. did was I was petting the horse. Right. Here's an apple. Here's some sugar cubes. Uh-huh. And she listened. But what I did was I said, I understand, but I want to let you know. This is what I can pay for that, that. And I'll take out these games because they weren't even applying. You know, yeah. They had nothing to do with it. And then she's like. Well, let me look it up. And she kept doing. I do Macari. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, lady. It's like it's it's you know whatever you know same principle you know right yeah. But it's like so she started doing her homework, and that's what it was about was me showing. Us, and if you have Macari, look for the sale. Right, right. Yeah, I look, think a lot of people don't realize that. They look at the listings, right? Yes, and that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know. Do you ever do that technique, you guys, where you kind of go, you want to help? So if you don't do it, it's like such a plethora. I, mean, I don't like, think uh, I've of like ever showed anybody like, hey, look this. 
is actually what it sells right. for. Try if, this. If Next I can't time get you it want it, price, you I really want it, you go like this. You go, and they're like just being rude, and like, and you don't care if you're going to get it anyway because they're like being, you know, mm-hmm. stubborn. Right. You just go, hey, Colton, uh, just want to let you know. Um, I understand. I just want to let you know those prices that you mentioned. Those are the listing prices. That is probably average, but I I, I want you to know I'm a reseller, and I, I I don't know if you guys disclose it. Sometimes I will disclose. It kind of depends on the. You yeah, can kind of feel how the person will take it if you tell. <laughs> yeah, you kind of. Sometimes you know what? Sometimes I'm like I'm going to roll the dice in here, and I'm like I don't care, right? You know, because like that's not an item I'm, I'm going to die if I don't mm, have, right? But because what I do is I use that as an exercise tool to to practice. Right. It's like you know I want to get better at this. Mm-hmm. I'm constantly like, what one new thing can I learn today? Because we talked right. about learning. Mm-hmm. What can I learn? I'm like, you know what? I really kind of want to take that home. But you know what? I just want to let you know. I, I do resell. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, and I'm looking, but I can't say, I can't pay wholesale prices. All right. Oh, you resell? Yeah. And this is what I do is like, okay, have you should have had like three sentences ahead what you're going to say. Right. One is, it's like, yeah, I do that because I have a daughter and this and that. And then you're kind of like, oh. You're, what you're doing is you're grounding. Right. Sure. You're right. like you're not an a hole. Mm-hmm. You got this a family. Is how, I, how I support my family. Exactly. Right. And yeah. everybody can relate to that. You're I just telling yeah, the truth know. is what it is. Is if you tell people the truth and you show them you're not conniving and you're not just beating around the bush. Right. And then as soon as you do that, that's when you get into the like. Here's the hook. Yeah. You're gonna mm-hmm. catch that bass. Right. And you're like right. ready to go. Okay. I want. I'm gonna get that. I've been waiting here long enough. It's like look at this. What you know? They only sell for thirty or something like that, and that's that was seven months ago. You know? Right, right. <laughs> and I gotta make money, and I'm yeah. trying to help you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, you know what? I just want to help you, and I'll tell you what. If I, how about this? Would you consider giving it to me for that? And I'll give you five dollars extra on top of that if maybe I bundle some stuff. Because you know what you're doing is you're you're really weighing mm-hmm. out the junk that you know right. you're going to make money off of anyway. Right. So it's not that you're paying more for that. It's like how can I make a bundle deal? Mm-hmm. Cause that's the ticket that's going to pay for everything else. Right. Right. No. And that's, I mean, I just recently uh, kind of spoiled my find of the week, but I sold a, a vintage Houston oiler starter jacket. Oh, I think I saw that on your, your yeah. guys' thing. Yeah. I was just like, Oh man, <laughs> I used to be the biggest oils. Fan. Oh, oh really? Fan. Yeah, really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, if you go and look on eBay, there's a few listed for one of them's like $2,500 and one of them's like $5,000. So if you if you had one and you looked it up and you didn't know about looking at the sold comps, you would think I can get five thousand dollars for this jacket, right? But then if you click sold, what do you think that mentality is- comes for for somebody who's in a sort of in our same boat? They're like a seller, mm-hmm. well, they are because they're selling, you know, right? But they're doing a garage sale, whatever it is that they're doing. You know what? It's just. It's just they're it's just because they're misinformed or is just you know I think uh, it is misinformed, but I think everybody also wants to think that they have something that's a treasure, you know. Like right. Every I've had people tell me all the time, well, I'll let you sell you know, I sell for a couple other people and they'll tell me, Hey, I got this one thing, but I'm not gonna let you I'm gonna hold on to that. And I'll say, Well, what is it? They'll tell me what it is. I'll look at it and like, it's not it's not valuable, right. man. But everybody yeah. wants to have that feeling of having something yeah. really yeah. And sometimes they attach their emotions to it too. Like exactly. this was my son who passed mm-hmm. away. Right. You're not getting it for any less than five thousand dollars. Right. And that's completely <laughs> like, fine. But at the go, same time, you gotta you gotta have those expectations in your head of I don't wanna sell this, so I'm gonna market really high. And yeah. if it doesn't sell, I'm okay yeah. with that. Whereas I feel like a oh, lot of people Yeah, I've done that and I'm like, oops, and it sells. And it's like right. yeah, I wanted <laughs> yeah. to keep that. You know, it's like no way. Exactly. Exactly. Well, like, you know, and if it was a situation, it's like, 
I don't want to sound morbid, but it's like, you know, if somebody has something like we're like, you know, this was my great uncle's and he died in World War II. And, mm-hmm. like, and you go, that is awesome. Can you? And what I do is I just, I look at my clock and I go, I don't have anywhere to be. Mm-hmm. And I go, let me sit there. And, and actually I do it as kind of an exercise of compassion mm-hmm. because that person's actually starting to open up to you. Right. But that person is another person. So I use this strategy in my in my eBay, my stores. Like when as soon as I get attacked, like in an email, like you sent me something in the and the mailman smashed it. And da, 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 you know, they start yelling and you're like, You gotta go, hey, I really understand. Right. I'm hearing you. Yeah. You know, and really what it is is just about being a, a decent human being. Right. Can no, you, we talk you about that weekly with returns oh, yeah. and whatnot. Oh, awesome. Oh, good. Because it's so easy to get that message, yeah. and it's not your fault because you didn't break it. Yeah. The mailman broke it. But you got to think, if that were my package and I were receiving it, how would I feel? I'm glad you said that. So you you totally get it. We're on the same page here. And I know this isn't your guys' first rodeos, and you know this is not your first picnic where you've done this kind of stuff, but that, that you have that mindset, I think, is going to make you not just a superb reseller mm-hmm. you're just gonna like make things so much easier and smooth sailing that's for you. the biggest part of it it's yeah. like well, we've you talked want about anxiety that. like you said we talk about that every week and the the easiest thing to do when you get that message is to get frustrated and angry right and respond back angrily but it's but that's something else from your your your, your the way you were raised or just something deep inside of you sometimes it's just like money you know but it's <laughs> yeah. like I don't want to give up that $150 sell right, you know, right. or whatever. Yeah, But yeah. you also, there is a part of it too. I'm going to admit, I, I like all my red flag is like, are they trying to scam me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You that's know, there's the always first that. Thing. Yeah. So what you got to do is you go, okay, go back to what you were saying. Like treat it like it's business. Like, I, okay, I got to understand this is if I were a buyer. Okay. But what is my obligation? Right. You know, so like, even if it's not on like a, a platform like eBay or whatever, Macari or whatever you guys do. <laughs> And you're at a, you know, and you're negotiating, and that deal's about to go south, and you're like, oh man, I really want this deal to work. Right. The lady's like having second thoughts of selling, like that army jacket, you know, is worth two thousand dollars. Right. And you know, there's, there's, you know, about antiques. I, I suspect you guys, because I've seen some stuff that runs through your head. You guys know your stuff. I watch, like on your Instagram, you guys find some really cool stuff. You know, but when you see it and you go, and they're like. Yeah, it's my uncle who passed. You know, I think I'm not ready to give it up. And you're like, hey, listen, I just wanted to tell you, by the way, in that part of the story you were telling me, and they're like, oh, man, this guy's listening. Right. And say, I just want to honor him. I want you to know I'm probably going to keep this in my collection. I am a reseller, so there's always that potential, but I'm never going to give this one away unless I know it's another veteran Mm -hmm. or this and that. And they go... Well, if you're that serious, I might give it to you for like four thousand or something. Right. You know, and you know that deal is right. Right. You know what you're doing is you're you're really speaking. I think with business, I think a lot of people can like make a potential deal or not even a sale is just not the communication. It's right. Just really about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you just have to be careful to just be genuine. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah. just you know, because I'm sure a lot of people could tell if you're Glad just trying to, to butter them that. up. You know. Yeah. And uh, I there's, mean, you might could get away, that, but there you might know, be, yeah. But you don't want to blow smoke at everybody's butt because then they, you know, right. they're like, oh, right. this guy's a, uh, you know, he's a snake in the grass. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> that's that's right? always just my first strategy anywhere. I'm, I mean, like at a thrift store, no, you can't do that, but at a garage sale or something. We all have ego, and ego has to do with what? Personality, right? Mm. But we have our, 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 our beyond the personality is our true essence, like who you really are, mm. your authentic self. Like you said, be authentic. Yeah. You know? 
I just try to be as nice as I can to these people. Yeah. And I don't, you know, even if they don't have anything I want, like, you know, hey, how's your day going? You know, yeah. just be. I Next try time to, you see them, they may go, hey, aren't you the guy that looks for Dallas Cowboy stuff? Look at this. You know, exactly. and you're like, whoa, you know, where'd you find that? You're like, thanks <laughs> exactly. for thinking of me. Uh-huh. Here's some Dunkin' Donuts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into our uh, finds and sales of the week. We're at about an hour right now. So we'll. Man, we fly. Yeah, I know. Time flies. No, no. no. I love it. I love it. Time flies by when you're having fun. (laughs) Or when you're talking resale. Yeah, exactly. Because nobody else is going to listen to us. (laughs) Hopefully somebody's watching. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like outside, you know, like our family or friends are like, okay, enough. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, exactly. Surprisingly, a lot of family members that really enjoy watching this, which is awesome. Yeah. Because... I know it's Once they see how serious you are and that you're really taking this serious, like as a strategy... You know, they can respect it like you're really you're really working hard at what oh, you yeah. do. And then they do it and they call you, Hey, I found this. I got something for you. And like, then you cool. can help them, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I gotta good. interrupt for a second. Hey, y'all gotta right. say, <laughs> sold some Nike Air Zoom shoes. Ooh. Size ten and a half for fifty bucks. I think I got them for ten bucks at Goodwill. Good deal. You wanna pay ten bucks? Yeah, I know. At Goodwill, that's a pretty good price. Where do you shoes. guys source like sometimes at the Goodwill? Yeah, our biggest thing is uh, there's a thrift store in Lagrange. Oh yeah, I, I love, love Lagrange. Yeah. I, I want to go to Lagrange more. I go to I go through Lagrange. That's two sixty or six twenty or whatever. It's called. Um, that is off of. I'm New you can get there off like, seventy one. Yeah, seventy one. That's it. So, yeah. Past okay. past Bastrop, past Smithville. Yep. that'll be your next. Time. Okay, because I take sometimes the northern route going to Springs. So I've been on seventy one, but I just try to stay away from Katy because it's ticket oh, yeah. ticket city. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> now that so there's a thrift store out there called uh, Second, Second Chance, yeah. and we go nice. there almost every weekend. It's nice. it's a huge thrift store, and it's they bring away new from product Austin. in every week, and it's only open Friday Saturday. So it's not like Ooh. the Goodwill that's. Getting sifted through all week long. Okay. It's just constant new product every week. Yeah. Do you guys ever go to the bins? Have I have a couple past? times. I have a couple times. My thing is, is I'm not super pushy. Yeah. So I never get in the line to go when the new bins come out. I'll show you some information. There's there's more, the one up in Round Rock. But uh-huh. That's kind of far for you guys, but that's actually the one I go to yeah. if I do go. Yeah. yeah. You know, I want to say I may have seen you there a long time ago. It's possible. But, yeah, I've only the, been a couple times, okay. and like I said, it's not necessarily my bag either. But it you, isn't. I mean, you can't find. I'll some tell you stuff, what. I got you know? so many death piles. The stuff I found out there, yeah. and I found some treasures. Yeah. The one down. Uh, South is like you said, it's cutthroat, but it's like yeah. Anyway, so yeah. <laughs> we'll talk sourcing another day. All right, so let's get into the finds and the sales. You want to start off, Wes? Uh, sure, sure. Okay, so my find of the week. They had uh, we talked about this last week. Ventique had a huge estate sale five minutes from my house, and it was like three or four barns full. And wow. the people who owned the property, they owned an antique store for probably 50 years, you know, so yeah. they had all kind of weird stuff. This was at Vintique or near Vintique? This was not near, well, it's about, it's probably from Vintique, well, this was in Thrall on 112 between Taylor and Lexington, nice. which is where I live, exactly. It was just where that's they're your, That's your home. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I was so excited when Michael told me where it was. Oh, good. And I woke up, he had said, uh, they open at nine, he messages that they're taking numbers, you know. Sweet. And I, so I messaged him. I said, hey, what time can I get there to get my number? 
because I want to be number one. He said, I'll be there at six. So I woke up at like 5.15 that morning. I got there at 5.45. Were you the first one? Oh, yeah. He was. He just barely got there. He oh, was. So he I want to give you a high five right he now. He had his headlights on, and he's like, dude, yeah. you were here early. I was like, I live five minutes down You don't the road, understand. <laughs> I got a story about that, too, one day. I'll tell you. It was during the pandemic. It was like one of those email things, and this lady goes, I'm not letting anybody just come. You have to email me. Mm-hmm. And then she said the dates, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I went, Today's Thursday. And I'm like, Psh. I said, when's your first spot? And I want Friday. And she's like, well, it's like, if you can be the first one here. And I'm like, yeah, but what's that time? And it's like the earliest one's 7 a.m. Give it to me. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was a private pick. It was oh, like, wow. Yeah, I Very got nice. like 80 bucks and I made probably like well over like $1,200. That's amazing. That's Great. awesome. Yep. So what did you pick up at the... Yeah, so anyway, uh, I was with the wife and my sister, mm-hmm. and and Angus was with me. I had my little Pikachu with me. But, uh, <laughs> so we walked around for probably an hour and a half or so, and I had passed this item multiple times. It was up high on a shelf, and it was in cases mm-hmm. that weren't opened, and I just hadn't been there long enough to dig through everything. Right. And uh, I'd walked by somebody that opened it, and it was... Um, the brand is called, uh, let's see, I wrote it down here. I thought I wrote it down. But anyway, what it is, is it's uh, scoreboard keepers. Like the actual machines, you know, you sit there and operate the scoreboard with. So it's electronic? Electronic, yeah. Nice. And I haven't tested them, so that, oh, that's kind of the it. caveat. But uh, I found two of them. They were 13 bucks a piece, and they're wow. dirty, you know. Right. But one of them does baseball, football, wrestling, soccer, volleyball, track, and oh wow! So that one comps are around two fifty on it, and the other one I think just does volleyball and comps on that one are like one fifty. Okay, thirteen. Just get your shop back out. It's that's that's oh worth yeah, paying the, your time right there. Absolutely, yeah. 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 you got to clean your product, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I was excited about that, and the whole sale was good. Thirteen dollars each. That's nice. Thirteen a pop. So, that's awesome. How many yeah. did you get? Two. Two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Cool. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you got any cool finds to share this week? You know, um, my like you said, the reception of this is pretty bad. So I did bring something that happened about two weeks ago. You want to grab that? And it's like, so I, I actually wanted your guys' opinion on it, and it was this Harley jacket and. I went out. I don't know if you knew, but I need to, now that I got your guys' numbers, I'll text you. Yeah. There was, um, I never drive all the way up there. It's past Cedar Park, Liberty Hill. Uh-huh. And I went and uh, have the, do you guys have the garage sale app? Yep. You know, right? So you go in there and it's all Craigslist, but it just, it does it for you. Right. And right. like, I looked at it and I was like, why are these two kind of close? And then I realized there were two subdivisions of a neighborhood. And I'm like, I oh, nah, I don't want to go up there. 45 home. Really? Garage sales. Oh, man. And I saw like the earliest, some of them were going for like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I got up at like 4 30, made mm-hmm. my coffee, ate breakfast, got in my car. By the time I drove up there and got gas and everything, it was like going on seven. Yeah. And I started to like, you know what I mean? I'm like going around the neighborhoods <laughs> and stuff. One after the other, I found like different places. That, that was the craziest weekend. And I found, I probably threw down $600 that yeah. weekend. But it was so worth it. Like, I never spent that much. And right. I was like, yeah. And so when I went up there, the one thing you, you learn is you go, you got to ask for what you want. Mm-hmm. And this lady is there. She's got like a motorbike and some kayaks and stuff. And I'm like, got some really cool stuff. She's like, you want to buy it? I'm like, I'd love to take it out of your hands. But let me, I got, I'm going to take some pictures. I always use this ploy. 
so I could have my phone out mm-hmm. so I could comp uh-huh. stuff. And I go, can I take some pictures so I can send it to a buddy? Oh, yeah, sure. You know, okay, thanks. And I do. I take pictures. Sometimes I, like I do this. have people. I like that strategy. Yeah, that's a good take strategy. Take it, guys. I'm, that's, my, that's, my, that's my gift. <laughs> that's what we learned today. <laughs> you got to just like, yeah, and don't be shy. Like, I know there's people that are probably watching. Oh, I don't want to do that. You know what? You're never going to get anywhere. Right. And you're going to get home and you're going to be stuck with something you don't want. Mm-hmm. That's the least thing you want. Uh, yeah. I learned that early. Yeah. yeah. At just first, go. I was a little nervous, you know. And then after you do it a couple times, you're like, oh, I got to you know do this. I don't this care. Is the only way. I'm, like, I'm taking a selfie. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way. Well, and I, I think we're we're so self conscious because we we don't want to offend anybody by doing it, but everybody True. in the world is on their phone these days. Nobody's paying attention to you looking at yeah, your phone, really. Yeah, they Unless they have a sign that says, you know, like, no phones or right, something. Like, right. okay, you know, I'll respect it, but, right. like, you're in public and this is a garage sale, so it's like, and you know what? I've learned people, people go, are you a reseller? Are you selling eBay? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I do. But you know, like, well, what do you do? You know, I'm like, well, I kind of, I'm also a collector, which is partially true. Mm-hmm. I collect stuff to sell it. And <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, and I'm not as much as a, of a, a collector, collector anymore. Like, I just lost that interest. You know, yeah. I, I figured that was like one crutch to kind of get past some other stuff that I was going through at one time in my life. And the, there's things I still have that I don't want to let go. Right. But, you know, like this is one today. So as I'm going to this, this garage, I, I totally went off like on a tangent there. But oh, you're I asked lady, hey, do you got any video games? She's like, oh, you know what? My daughter does. And I was like, yes, finally. You know, finally a yes. And so she goes in. It was nothing big. It was a, it was a 360, you okay. know. And, but she had video games with it. So I was like, how much do you want for that? Well, probably 60. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't think I could pay that. That's usually my first thing I say, right. even if I could. Yeah. And I go, ah, really? And she's like, is that too much? And I'm like, oh, good. She said the yeah. right thing. You know? <laughs> and I went, well, let me see what you have. You know, I right. said, because I'm not too worried about the video games, but I said, I, you know, I got a daughter and she loves to play video games with me. Didn't say that was for her, but. <laughs> hey, the you know, kids is always the, the best excuse. Always. It helps. They can you even know? give them free stuff sometimes. Oh, sometimes yeah. they're like, oh, it's just free. how old is she? You know, I was like, oh. Okay, sympathy card. <laughs> you know, but she was like, "Oh yeah, this is my daughter." I'm like, "Oh, how old's your daughter?" You know, "Oh yeah, mine's you know a senior." We just once again just sharing, swapping stories. Right. I'm not really trying to butt her up. I'm just trying to like open the door. Mm-hmm. And foot went in, and she brought out this game system. And then we were talking I'm like, "Man, I said, you have any Harley?" She's like, "My ex did," and I was like, "Ooh, wow. yeah, that means she'll get rid of that." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I was like. Oh, yeah? She's like, yeah, and he had this Hardy jacket. And I was like, oh, yeah? And I'm like, is it for sale? And she's like, yeah. She's like, are you want me to go get it? And I'm like, yeah, I love Harley stuff. And I'm like, boom. She comes out. She shows this. And let me see if I, I don't know. If, oh, yeah. It's like this. And I'm like, okay, good stitching. It's uh-huh. real leather. Yeah, it feels nice. You know, nice. smelling, tasting it, and whatever, licking it. And <laughs> got all the right cues in it. And the only thing I noticed was, and that was to my advantage, was like underneath there's this little bit of, it's not this side, there's another side that has a little bit separation of separation. Yeah. I'm like, leather work, Texas. We'll get that right. fixed yeah. in a heartbeat, right? You guys know. Like, I honestly you know, don't know that somebody would mind that much yeah. on that. It's under know? there, but it's like one of the seams is just, I don't want to get all the wiring messed up <laughs> yeah, now. No, but you're but, fine. But it was like, she goes, yeah, this is my ex. And I'm like, well, how much do you want for this? Well, how much do you think it's worth? And I'm like, uh-uh, you ain't going to get me to say it first. <laughs> right. I do the comps real quick just on leather jackets. I don't, do you guys know how much Harley jackets go for just in general? Uh, not off the top of my head, Two to no. 300 on average, okay. depending on what kind and stuff like that. And it's got to be authentic leather and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I went, you know, Harley, I've sold Harley, vintage Harley shirts, the 3D ones. Uh-huh. You know how much those are. Those are good money. Yeah. You know, yeah. almost 100 bucks for uh-huh. a T-shirt. So right. I'm like, leather jacket. 
I did pay up, but I kind of like got her to kind of go down where like the game system was almost free. So it's just a little over a hundred bucks. I right. got that in the game system for this. Yeah, Here's the, the story. She goes, I said, why is it you want to give it up? And what was your, you know, she's like, well, he was in Harley and this and that. And, you know, we broke up. He left all this stuff. And I'm like, I said, okay. I said, I might consider that. And I threw it on this, like she had this like recycle bin. And I went, what's the story with it? And she's like, well, when Peter Fonda came in and I went, Peter, oh my God, that was when I moved here. Peter Fonda, you know who Peter Fonda is, right? No. So that's Jane Fonda's brother. He was in the movie called Easy Rider. Oh, okay. With a couple other big names, you mm-hmm. know. Peter Fonda was this one character that he was, and that's like the classic like Absolutely. Harley movie. Yeah. yeah. Peter, watch it again. Just watch the YouTube clips and you'll see <laughs> this jacket is modeled based off of the Easy Rider design. And at first I was like, uh, she's full of prunes or right. she's just going to mix her story up and this and that. And I, the only thing that gave it away is I had to go on the bottom of the jacket. There's a tag. And I went, you think I moved here in 2005 and I want to say it was right around that time, like 2006, maybe 2008 or 2007. I couldn't remember. And I said, what year did he, so did he ride with Peter? Yeah. She's like, Peter Fonda did this fundraiser and he was riding from Waco, Texas to San Antonio or wherever it was. Uh-huh. And I went, yeah, that sounds familiar. And she, and she said, she's like, oh, let me go get that video game system. And she's doing that. I'm looking at this, looking at comps, right. and I'm like, boom. I'm like, she's right. It's 2006, the jacket. And then I look it up, the easy writer, real quick, a picture. Pretty close. Yeah. Not exact design. Okay. So I went, if she's telling the truth, and this was the jacket that, like, so these guys would pay $10,000 to ride right next to Peter Fonda oh, on their wow. Harleys. And I said, did your did your ex write? No, heck, he didn't have that much money. He wrote on the back for like you know a thousand bucks, and yeah. he followed him, and got it, and he got this jacket, you know. And I was like, oh, okay. So that was the story. So yeah. I was like, okay. that already, in a sense, right there, tells you it's got more value than potentially than a normal leather right. Harley jacket. Well, I'm rolling the dice Hopefully. on it. So like, would you guys risk it in that case? Where like she's kind of like stubborn on a certain little bit of a price. I probably could have got her to go down, but mm-hmm. I was like, I wanted to get in and out of there because this right. neighborhood was 45 houses. Oh right? yeah, yeah. And if I didn't go, I wouldn't have got this paintball set for like th- three paintball guns, mm-hmm. 30 bucks. That was the next house. Yeah, and I was like racing, and I got more video games. And so like, that but day. I mean, you said you ended up getting it for a hundred plus was, the game system, plus the game system. I mean, yeah, that if, sounds like a good deal. To even me. if it sells for a normal price, two fifty to three hundred, yeah. that's or I'm, that's you know, fine. I mean, like let's say the low end, somebody's like, you know, just it won't sell and it's long tail, and you sell mm-hmm. for one hundred fifty bucks. I'm like, okay, I still got the video game system to right. bring in a little bit, right? But I'm definitely gonna like try to like do my homework, mm-hmm. do the research, and this is where like. Long tail's fine. Like, I'll right. wear it for a while. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's a nice jacket to have Sorry. in your closet. So that, long story short, you know. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, let's see. My find of the week uh, at the thrift store this week in LaGrange. Uh, a while ago, I sold a dog collar mm-hmm. for 100 bucks, And I bought it there for a dollar. It was brand new, still sealed in the package. Oh, nice. Shot, shot collar. Shot collar. Yeah. Oh, it's and a shot collar. Okay. I went back, and they had another one still brand new in the box. But they must have got a little bit wiser because this one was twenty bucks this time. <laughs> oh, like soon? As they, oh, we shouldn't. Have, oh, because they had the second one, they could scan it or check it. I out. guess I don't know. And I, I oh, mean, was it it, a different it, person. It's a it's a huge thrift store and it's different volunteers every week. So I guess oh, maybe it wasn't just, a garage sale. Okay. Right, right. So I guess maybe somebody else found it and knew it was worth a little bit more than a dollar. Hmm. So still bought it and it's already sold for hundred and twenty. What you do is you kind of go. 
20 plus the one, 21 for two. There you yeah. go. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And then they also had a at the same thrift store, an Apple Pencil, still sealed and everything for 20 bucks too. So I grabbed I that. love those those things. You know with confidence that those things are going to roll. Anything Apple Absolutely. just goes, flies yeah. so quickly. So it's good quickly. that you know that stuff, see? Yeah. God, yeah. He's, he's with all the tech stuff for no, sure. I mean, that, that's, that's the wonderful thing. So you guys collaborate a lot, like oh, you yeah, guys share that. on deals or something Absolutely. like that? Or just whatever, like just... The knowledge alone, you know, having right. this business relationship with somebody you can, you know, you you care for and you trust, right? You know, right. it's like, dude, this makes it so much easier. You know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, there's there's been many things that, like, especially sports memorabilia. That's his forte. Mm -hmm. If I have any questions, I go to him about that so, kind of stuff. But you're learning, you know, and, yeah, and vice versa. You're like, is this worth anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the the Oilers jacket I just sold. If it weren't for him, I probably. I mean, I probably may have would, let it go cheaper. Maybe. Well, maybe even not picked it up in the first place. Because I I was never huge into sports, so I didn't know that that was really a big deal. Oilers now because they no longer exist. Right. You know, right. they moved to Tennessee, mm -hmm. and then they're the Titans. You know, if you want, <laughs> yeah. they're not even that. They are the. That's the Titans. That's right. not the Oilers. Right. And, yeah. So like, it. it I mean, even meeting you, I'm sure there's things that you'll share with us that we never would have known as well. Yeah, it's a it's a give and take. <laughs> what else did you have? Did you? Uh, so that was that was my two finds. My sale of the week okay. was actually the Oilers jacket. Okay, I uh, I bought it for I bundled it with the Oilers hat, and I got both of those for thirty. So I paid fifteen for it. And it sold for 175. Dude, that's a good sale. Yep, it's not just a good sale. It's just like it's that you know that 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 little bit of a strategy where you're gonna go. Okay, now it's not cockiness. It's just it's not even like arrogance. It's just like that confidence where you kind of go. Right. Okay, I'm up in my game. I'm ready to take this on a little bit deeper. Right. Now I can go. Okay, and like you said, you know, you have the confidence of going to him and saying. If not, you know, just like this, I'm going to do my research. Mm -hmm. That's why I brought this in as an example. It's like, not to brag, it's just like, that's why I wanted to ask you guys, would you roll the dice on right. something like that? What do you do when you don't have something of a resource? Let's say your phone's out. You can't, like, right. look up comps. Yeah. Oh, that's the terrible thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, that, that's how it works at the thrift store we go to every Friday. Yeah. There's no service. Well, he has oh. service, which is a huge... Yeah, well, usually... Well, that's the that. nice thing you guys collaborate <laughs> exactly. You borrow your phone. I don't got that many minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just kind of going in there blindly. But, I mean, you know, like... But that's where the confidence come in. Like, you correct. know, right. ooh, you know... And I, even I, if I'm unsure, I'll throw it in the bag. When we're done, we meet up. And we, you know, research the things we're not sure about before yeah. we buy. So right. You just kind of kind of bounce it out. And sometimes you do roll the dice. Like, for me, this was kind of like, I'm going to pay up. But I I think, you know, if I can get 300 out of this because I got a story to go with it right. and somehow get it authenticated, maybe, you right. know. Like, right. You know, like today, uh, not today, this weekend, if I had to sh tell mm -hmm. you my second thing, I found some golf clubs. I am not a golf guy, that, that expert. I know about it in theory. And, you know, I'll hold it from this <laughs> as we go forward into the camera. <laughs> but, you know, it's like when I saw Callaway and this and that, and like I know one thing is like if you ever see Nike golf clubs, mm -hmm. grab them. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, yeah, you, yeah, you guys know the little, the little you know, bolo tips yeah. and stuff like that. Well, I well, he, golf yeah, too, he was so. a big golfer in high school. Okay, good. We need, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to reach out to you guys <laughs> once more. And, it, and like I said, you know, if you see something in my stream, like whether it's Instagram or something we talk about, or just call me up, hit me up. I'm all about sharing knowledge because right. there's so much money out there for all of us as resellers. Exactly. It's, like, exactly. it's not Enough. even about that. It's just like I want to gift my friends. If I got something I can share with you, by all means, I'm not going to give you advice. I'll give you my suggestions, right. you know, right. but I also say, hey, 
get that. Yeah. You know, if you well, don't that's, get it for me and I'll buy it off. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Oilers jacket, I could have waited and probably got 40 or 50 more bucks out of it. But I had a customer who had bought a, uh, a Levi sign for me a, a couple months ago. And he saw it in my store, and he sent me a text, and he said, I'll take it. Oh, so it was a repeating customer. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. You, you so, play faithful to them because they'll come back right, again, and right. maybe again. Yeah, absolutely. So I gave him a little bit of a deal just because, A, I didn't have to pay eBay fees on it because we did our business outside of Think eBay. Think about it this way. You're moving it fast. Right, exactly. You're getting that. And then you can reinvest. Exactly. Reinvesting. Exactly. Because so. yeah, we have to have it. Oh, yeah. What's your sale of the week? Uh, my sale of the week also came from the estate sale out in Thrall. Okay. Um, it's a game, a board game. It's called Ag- Agribiz, and it's ba- it's basically like I think a, I've heard of this. It's like a monopoly, but it's but like it's, for it's a funky new nuance of a different version of it, right? Right, and it's I don't even I mean it's from 1979. That was this game was, and it's set up just basically around agriculture, you know. Okay. So there's like little oil derricks and stuff. Instead of the monopoly city thing, yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> And it was sealed from 1979, really? which blew what? my mind. Yeah, that's crazy. The plastic was holding up. It was. There was a few pieces where it was like yeah. coming up a little dusty bit. Dusty, maybe. But, yeah. Oh, definitely dusty. So I wiped it off. But yeah, you guys are like real. Oh man, I, I love. You don't understand that. I, I get goosebumps on here, like because you guys are the guys that are really out in the field. Uh-huh. Like you guys are in the trenches. So like these are the stories that people really adore and love. You know, like I know everybody kind of goes off, oh, like American Pickers. And like, yeah, <laughs> some of that stuff stays, but those are the reasons those guys are famous because they actually do adore doing that right, stuff. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You guys are in the field. Like if you're there, you may say, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I don't have a good place as a source, but you got the good stuff coming right, in. Right, So yeah. yeah. That's awesome. So did you comp it? Uh, that's actually my sale. So, oh, out there, yeah, I did comp it. Um, there was no sealed versions that had sold. You know, so you the, knew you had something. Yeah, the only sealed version I could find, or one that sold unsealed, was uh, like years ago. On uh, we found Worth it on WorthPoint. Worth um, I keep forgetting to use WorthPoint. It's, it's such great. a yeah, yeah. I love WorthPoint. I love it. It's a little pricey, but it's worth every penny. I yeah, think. no, it's it's yeah. If you're in this game, you're like. Got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that one had sold, year, I think like 2015, it had sold for like 45 bucks. Okay. Mm. Unsealed. So I figured I'd up the price on it. I put it at 75. Mm. I paid seven for it. It sold mm. for 70 within two days. All right. So because good, good not sale. only, you know, people will like look for it, but they <clears throat> want it. They want, they want to know that like, this is mine. You know, right. I'm getting it either or collector. You know, yeah. I don't want it to be touched. Right. I want everything in there. Well, know? that's he's he's kind of getting into. He has a ton of baseball cards from when he was a kid, mm-hmm. and he's getting into the process of doing the PSA rating. Good on them. Good. I can give you some tips. I know some friends that do it. I could use some because I've I've done my research, and it's just such a. It seems like a huge process. It's it, it is. I don't want to use the word enormous, but it's it's um. What's the word I'm going to look for? It's, it's arduous, you know. It's it's, but I do. I, I I'm no expert, and I'm not going to say I, I have the information. But mm-hmm. I of like what you need to do. I'm not going to give you advice, but I can point you in the right direction. I know a couple guys that are like they're big on it, and yeah. you may know them. Like they're on YouTube. Okay. And what they'll do is like if you are serious and mm-hmm. like you know, and if I can do or like we do this kind of introduction, they'll go okay. But um. What I would suggest, if you got that much and you got like a mass amounts, what you want to do is you send them. You obviously know this. You send it in bulk. You don't send right. one at a time. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you can, if you know you have that kind of quality of stuff. Right. But then and again, you just want to really get them rated 
quick, you know. Yeah. Sure. The They're coming back. Though, mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, it costs quite a bit to do that. So knowing the exact process, because there's ways you can look at a cart. I can look at it and say, well, you know, to me it looks in good shape. The corners right. are sharp. No, you, you have know, to have all this graded. stuff. Yeah, to some extent. But they're going to look at it from a expert's perspective. Right. So for me to send that in and it be an investment that I have to spend money on, I hope I'm doing a good job myself <laughs> right. of yeah. deciding the hope is, whether it is. Is your ROI, your return on investment, is it going to be that clear and and to the point like you like you said, like I'm going to send this in and you're only giving me like a 2.7, you know, on it. And it's like, I want an, at least a nine. I mean, everybody wants a nine, you know, or <laughs> yeah, higher. Yeah. But if you can get like some sevens and eights and nines out mm-hmm. of it, you know, I'll take a couple sevens. If you can just get me some niners in right. there, because Absolutely. like you said, if you can, yeah, it just, it's, it's part of the thing. I think what it would do is just kind of slowly ease into it. If I can figure out some guys, which I think I know, they'll let you in on their process. Mm-hmm. Cause I think there's a standard, um, amount where like if you don't send up to like a hundred whatever it is i mean like it's yeah. if it's a hundred they're going to charge you more per card and right, it's like right. oh gosh you know is this really good because like they undergrade it it's not going to be really worth my time right and do would you rather just like do bulk you know because we're all about what get it in there get it out right cool we'll see i think i'm just gonna go for it you know send a small not a huge bulk but i will send maybe like 50 and if I strike out on this, I'll learn something. Right, right. And I'll know a little bit. I'm glad you said, yeah, you got to just take it, you know, take it with a little grain of salt and go, okay. But if you can do your homework a little bit, Mm -hmm. that's where it's like, it's kind of painstaking for us because we don't have a lot of time sometimes, you know, like, you know, I know guys are joking, like I'll sit on the the toilet and like figure it out first, you know, it's like. Whatever you need to do, like if you're, I'll, I'll get up in the morning, I'm eating breakfast, I'm like on the computer doing your multitask. Mm, right. If you can do that while you're trying to like, because you're, you're a father, you're trying to do, you said you have a full-time job. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is just if maybe painstakingly six months out, you yeah. know, and of course the market can fluctuate. But the thing is, is getting it graded by somebody you know you can trust mm-hmm. and get it done at a reasonable price. I think you'll, you'll be fine. Yeah. yeah, and I don't mind doing the research. I just know that if just I actually notes. do it, then I will ultimately know. I will learn something, right? Whether right. I did the re- good enough research no. <laughs> or whether I didn't, you know, one way or the other. Well, but. I can put you. If anything, I know a couple guys that are like really good. They're out of Pittsburgh. Um, one guy on YouTube, he's called. Do you know him? Pittsburgh is, is his I name. I don't think we see him. And the, this guy, they used to have a morning show. This other guy, I can't remember what his oh, something like. Something hustling, uh, hustling. Anyway, but him and his buddy were like, they're like actually friends and they would actually do this like almost live sometimes. Okay. But most of the time they would do it remote, but um, but they would come over each other's house for like dinner all the time. And and they're like all about the cards, all okay. about, you know, stuff like that. And cool. they're like, get, they send in mass amounts to get them graded. Right. They know, they save the rookie cards. They're like all about what's mm-hmm. going down. They're, they're about the business on that. You know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, you got any sale of the week? Let me think real quick. One, I think I mentioned when we were talking, <laughs> those pure salts. I sold like oh, yeah. 50 something, 60 bucks. And I was like, I didn't even pay like under 10 for like a whole little <laughs> unit of them or something like that. I was like, yeah, was 50 bucks right yeah. there. But uh, yeah, I did been doing some um, quick sales, like uh, just just a lot of good finds. Like I've been finding Legos really cheap and some collectibles. But I've been ironically i've been selling my books again something about the algorithms i've been as long as i'm listing and selling. 
I got my ratio to be what? What's the correct term where you get like your average price of your your sales? I'm I'm right on uh, point where I need to be. It's like about twenty five bucks okay. a sale on average. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm like if, yeah, compared to what I used to do like two years ago, it was like <laughs> yeah. why am I wasting my time? Right, you know? right. But it's like you just kind of you know got to go with the flow. And sold some yeah, some average good stuff. I will say the bolo is this uh, Mandalorian thing that's coming in. Like anything with that. Baby Yoda, what yeah, they call it. Yeah. I found some dog costumes and I could I looked and all empty. And I was like, there was two left. I grabbed them real quick. As soon as I put them up, sold. Really? And I was like, I doubled it. You know, I had to pay like 12, 11, 12 bucks for them. Sold them for like 25. And yes. I was like, so if you guys are in a Walmart, grab right. them. Okay. But you got to do it here quick because right. this is like, but yeah, actually, yeah, people yeah. still. They want to dress their dogs. Yeah. And I think it's this thing is coming out in like a few weeks. So with the release of it, it's just, it's that, can you catch up on a trend? Right. Can you do it? Do you want to write it out? Keep your receipt. If it doesn't sell, bring it back. Right. That's the thing with the trends is you got to be quick, quick to get on the train and yeah. quick to hop off if it falls yeah. off real quick. But I'm like, you, yeah, I don't want to do too much retail arbitrage mm-hmm. or anything. The only yeah. thing I will say is uh, there's this one bolo because what you guys do in your line of work, you guys find really, you know, one of a kind, you know, um, antiques and vintage stuff is if you guys find this i've you may have seen this in my stories wes i don't know if you've you've uh, looked too much at my site yet i'm bad so, at so. instagram no it's okay no, <laughs> you know what i've learned i've upped my game people are like you're and i've made connections yeah you know, it's like i love yeah. meeting guys like you know or just talk in the shop because like you know this is a lonely business sometimes right. we, yeah. you know i'm sure like why are you texting me? <laughs> Leave me alone, Wes. You know, like, oh, you know it's like uh, your wife must be gone. <laughs> no, but like you're out there. And so um, one of the shares I had, and, and it happened to me twice in three months, was I found when you go to estate sales, mm-hmm. don't neglect the cookbook shelves. I always really? do. I yeah, always I do. hate you the do neglect shelves. them. Yes. Or you do, I, I, I hated them cookbooks. too. I'll tell you what, I changed my mind real fast okay. when I got. There is a see. We're in Texas, so you know what Luby's is, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you know I, they went out of business? I've heard about that. Maybe I saw that on your page. Yeah. See, I told you he's good. Like, <laughs> see, he he. I catch him because I love what I love about Instagram is you can see who's looking, right? Which yeah. is cool. I'm like, oh, cool. So and so's you know caught this story or something like that. Right. But what I, it's nice is sometimes people reach out to you and they go, they put like little emojis and it's like it'll just basically say this is their reaction, like right. you know. Whatever, and they'll usually put the word, the the little emoji fire like yeah you yeah. found something worth a thousand dollars. Look for a Luby's cookbook. That's okay. all I'm saying. It's got to be fiftieth anniversary. It went from my first sale three months ago, sold for like almost a hundred bucks. Really, paid like five dollars. Yeah, right. Yeah. Books are always. And so the thing cheap. is, I, this this is the third time I sold, but it's like two times in the last three months. I just remember going, oh yeah, I think it was like twenty thirty bucks. Right. Like, yeah, it used to be, and for some reason they're like. Up, up, up. And this lady from San Antonio bought it, paid all in like around 90, almost 100 bucks. Sold that like three months ago. Found another one in an estate sale. I was like, <laughs> you know, it's one of those like, yeah. you, you got this like muscle reaction. You get reaction. goosebumps. And, oh, you know. dude, no, it wasn't even goosebumps. I just went like, boom. Yeah. Gra- grabbed it. And I just remember looking, you know, that kind of greedy looking around. I'm like, dude, <laughs> calm down. You know, I'm telling myself. And I went, looked it up, did not know. And I listed it. And I was like, why are they going higher? I didn't know they were going out of business. Yeah, yeah, okay. And that makes sense. I, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but the little ladies that collect these cookbooks or whoever it is, I was like, I don't know if it's greed or just like, it's like, remember we were talking about trends, whether mm-hmm. it's Yoda or whatever. Right. The trend of that time in the moment, in the here and now, was 
this Luby's cookbook. Yeah. 50th anniversary, by the way. Okay. And I just, I think, I think you could sell anything. Luby's really. Right. But I went in there. Two days later, I looked. Three of them sold for 250. Goodness I only that gracious. third one, the, that 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 second one that I found, I barely sold it in. Somebody was all in, like about 125. Right. And that was the one in San Antonio. And I went, what? The heck? What did I do? I missed right. it by I missed the boat by two days. Uh-huh. That yeah. if I didn't know because of that that reaction, I was reading Wall Street Journal and I was like, "What's going down? Let me find out what the trends are." So I, I got to keep up on life. You know, right. people think you read the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, that's how yeah. you find out. You know about what's going right. to go down. Right. You want to know. You know. So it was just it was just funny because I'm like. I'm gonna look for Luby's cookbooks now. <laughs> yeah, yeah similar, with, similar with the Lando Lakes, like when they banned uh-huh. they're banning the, the yeah. Indian lady on the front. Yeah. And I didn't want to get caught in that trend. And I was like, that is so <laughs> dicey. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, we're getting into like politics and oh, yeah. racial things. Uh-huh. And it's like, yeah, and like, do I really want to sell <laughs> the lakes or Anjumima jars? No, I don't want to do that. Yeah, I kind of stayed like, away from it. It's too. like you know what? It's, it's a trend too, where I get, I can see that market plummet. Oh, like, right, I think so. You yeah. know, it's like because you guys go, you see empty jars of Anjumima all the time. It's like, right. whatever, I'm not doing that. You know, it's like so, whatever. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Sorry to go on. You're fine. You're fine. That was our longest episode to date. Seven hours later. (laughs) (laughs) And if if you hear anything in the background, we're on location in a music studio today. So you might hear some drums or something in the background. But thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um, It was a joy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Glad you made it. Yeah. You can find... That's actually my heart beating. It's not the drug. (laughs) (laughs) Telling that story. You can find us on Instagram and YouTube at The Resale Brothers. You can find my store on eBay at Fears Inc. You can find Wes's at... West Rankin 0420 or Westmart Unlimited. And what's your eBay store, Louis? Um, my eBay store is actually the Lone Star Picker. I Man, just recently changed it. So that's awesome. I'm trying to keep the brand down yeah. pat. So it's both YouTube, Instagram, and uh, my eBay store. That's smart. So business. He's, he's One day I'll find. go back to Facebook. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't go there that much yeah. other than network. Right, right. Or search for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. Give Louie a follow on all the social media at the all Lone the Star Pickers. Up, all the hearts. Yep. Leave some comments. <laughs> let us know what you think about the episode. And we'll see you next week. Bye, Lone Star. Hi, guys. y'all. Yeah. <laughs>